my first bet is um, is going to be a parlay, uh, and I mentioned that I was excited earlier. Uh, I was excited earlier for uh, skateboarding to be part of. You're taking the a fucking skateboarding I'm, bet. I'm taking two skateboarding oh bets. Oh my god. Who you betting on? Always on black, fast stacks in the pocket, whole squad, fast cash. Send the bookie, tell him bring it from the bag. No, we coming for the bag. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the two in attendance and the thousands listening around the world, let's get ready to gamble. My name is Tony Cavallo. As always, I'm joined by Matthew Dangles, Daniel Antonio, Schaefer the Sharp. He's taking another week of paternity leave. We're giving it to him. He has a couple of weeks in the Being a dad is hard. Yeah, he's a dad. Being a dad is hard. We're not holding it's it against uh, him. It's not NFL no, season yet. No, absolutely not. Hey, you know, businesses give paternity leave. We are, uh, well, we're not really a, a, a business, not yet anyway, but eventually we will be some sort of some sort of business, and businesses give paternity, yes. especially, uh, you know, here, in, even though, well, Drew's technically not in California, but we operate under California rules since two-thirds of the West Coast gamblers are based in California, yes. and they have very generous paternity leave rules here. So we've granted Drew some uh, some paternity time to uh, spend time with his enormously long child, uh, <laughs> who is no doubt going to be a, you have to to see like i wish we should post we should get drew's permission to post a picture of this child on instagram because he is like he is destined to be a basketball player Large or, or some other sport that requires you to be lanky maybe volleyball or i don't know badminton we're talking about the olympics so i'm thinking of obscure obscure sports that we can uh, potentially suggest for for colton rafael rafael yep. rafe rafael rafael crookston to be involved in yeah and you're right it is the olympics it's that one time every four years years where you suddenly care about swimming and gymnastics it's that time once again well normally normally you would because it's hard enough to watch some of these sports with fans in the crowd i mean you know Listen. like diving yes. or you know look there's some stuff that's exciting no matter what now you can put all the big sports out there but let's talk about like i don't know i'm super stoked for skateboarding to be part of the olympics this year you are I'm really excited yeah are you not are you 12 years old who is excited about skateboarding did you not play did you not play tony hawk as a kid like how do you not i, I love watching i love watching the x games i, I i've been to I'd tony hawk ribbon boom, boom, dancing i rather watch trampoline really Really, skateboarding okay. is well, so boring I, to me. I I dis I completely disagree. I think skateboarding is great. I'm excited for surfing to be uh, involved in in the uh, Olympics this year. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun uh, watching some of these obscure sports. But no fans, no yeah. fans in Tokyo yeah. this year, which is going to make watching some of these more obscure sports, the ones that they're putting on at two, three o'clock in the morning, with just no one in the crowd, that's, that much more difficult. That's the other thing. Tough schedule. Tough schedule on the old uh, West Coasters here to try and catch some of these events live and in color. It's going to be, I don't know, you're going to have to be really invested if you want to watch some of these events for the first time. Because it's it's happening in Japan. You know who's not excited for the Olympics, Dangles? All of Tokyo. Because <laughs> yes, that is true. They are currently in lockdown because of the COVID surges they're having, and yet they're bringing people from literally all over the world to one spot in order to do these Olympics. Now, granted, they're isolated, sleeping on cardboard mattresses. There's all that going on. But again, this is going to be a once-in-a-lifetime event, these Olympics. And I'm excited. I am excited. I, I, I am on board with the Olympics. I can't wait to watch these games. We have bets for you. Three bets from Dangles. Three bets from Tony, bronze, silver, and gold-themed bets. The gold medal one is sponsored by Brinks Truck themselves. It's going to be very fun to give out those three bets, but first, we have some house cleaning to do. First off, let me take no more time. 
pat myself on the back here because yours truly predicted the winner of the Open Championship and Colin Morikawa on the last podcast. Again, we are the podcast that makes you money, and I made you money by taking Morikawa. I gave it out a plus 2,500. It was plus 3,500 a lot of places. I got a bad number. We're still counting the money in there. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm not even going to tell you that I lost my nationality bet because I won the whole thing. We don't need to focus on the bets that we lost. We only need to focus on the bets that we won, like you giving out the winner or me picking Louis Oosthuizen as the top former winner of the Open or our special guest, Amanda Rose, yes. speaking of uh, Louis Oosthuizen, handing out Louis as the round one leader. If you're not already following Amanda uh, Rose on Twitter, you should be at this point because she's giving out fire on golf bets. And as did we. I mean, we, we we made money on every major that we did a show on. So I'm very happy with our golf coverage. I know Drew was proud of us. We made money on this show. We're gearing up for the NFL season. It's coming right around the corner. I can feel it. But before we get to the NFL, let's put a button on the NBA. Giannis, I mean, he is king. What a he performance. Is I mean, just an incredible last night. Talk about talk about taking your team and just putting them on your back Huge. and carrying them to the final. Chris Middleton obviously had a, a great game as well, and your heart goes out to, to Chris Paul. Maybe his last chance as an NBA player to to win a final. You know, a guy who's who's given everything to this league, and and uh, you know, as a as a fan of sports, you know, you want to see guys like that win. And and obviously, it was a bummer that uh, that they didn't. But but great for the city of uh, uh, Milwaukee. Shout out to my my, my friend Jeremy Ratliff, the only actual Bucks fan I know uh, in real in real life, I know he's he's excited. A Milwaukee native, uh, great for that city, a team that are a, a city that was thirsty for a championship. What more can you say about this Bucks team? I mean, and they're they're content with it. Like Giannis said afterward, he's like, we may not ever win another one, yeah. and that's okay. We did it this time, it's huge, and and that's what that's what matters. I picked the Bucks uh, to win the East earlier on this uh, on this podcast. So if you followed me, you made some money yep. on that. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, what, what more can you say? A great, a great finish to a, a very interesting, uh, NBA playoffs. And I'm sure a lot of the players are glad to be done for a while. Yeah. I, I'm glad to be done too. Cause frankly, all that NBA was getting boring to me. I'm ready for the pigskin. This is the sport that we came into this world covering. We are built to cover this sport. It is right around the corner before we get there though. Dangles, a ruling came down in the NFL recently. Very interesting ruling. Uh, I mean, Listen, this whole COVID thing and the vaccination and unvaccination and all that stuff has become very political, very like, it's my choice. This is America. I have freedom. And the NFL has said, yes, you indeed have that choice to be vaccinated or unvaccinated. But on top of that, if an NFL game is suspended or delayed, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I really can't believe they came out with this. If it is suspended or delayed, they will not only give you a forfeit, give you a loss, but they will also make sure that no one gets paid for that week. And the owner and the team is meant to recoup the losses to the NFL of that lost game. TV rights, advertisements, home ticket sales, all that stuff is going to be paid for by the owner in charge. I mean, if you're not getting vaccinated, you might not make the NFL. They might simply say you're not worth the trouble of getting a loss. Because any other game, listen, yeah. if you had a QB... Who or Jameis Winston, let's say, who throws 30 touchdowns, but he also throws 30 interceptions. A coach might say those 30 interceptions are going to cost me a game down the line. I'm going to cut them. If you have an unvaccinated player who might cost you a game down the line, you might not have a job anymore. It's kind of crazy that this ruling came out from the NFL. Not the moral high ground, by the way. They are doing this simply to not lose money. We get that. They're not, they're not making a statement here. They're simply covering their asses on the paycheck side. But Dangles, what do you take about this ruling? 
I think it does make a statement in the process, though. Yeah. At the, by, even if they're not trying to. They're saying, you don't have to get vaccinated. You also don't have to play in this league. Yeah. You don't have to be part of an NFL team. I think this is going to mean a lot for players who are, um, you know, right on that cut, make cut line. Um, and, and I think there are, if there are teams who have players that are in those margins that maybe, maybe make the 53 man roster and maybe don't, they're probably going to cut those guys yeah. if they're not really interested in getting vaccinated because they don't want to lose the game, especially if you're talking about a contender here and they certainly don't want to be responsible for, uh, recouping that money. I almost never agree with the NFL on things they do policy wise, yeah. uh, because the vast majority of things the NFL does policy wise have a target on uh, the new England Patriots, <laughs> but this time around, I actually think the NFL is doing what might be helpful in the rest of society, which is limiting access to certain things to people who don't want to get vaccinated. That's fine. You don't have to get vaccinated. That's your call. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that the rest of us are going to have to suffer. We still want to be able to do what we want to do. We still want to be able to have access to these things. And if you don't want to get vaccinated, fine. This is this is America. You can do whatever the hell you want. Um in that sense, but you don't get to play here. You don't get to play in, in the NFL. Um, and I, I think, you know, uh, I, I think it's, it's, uh, a way make of the NFL making sure that it's players who are getting vaccinated and who are doing the right thing, aren't having to bend over backwards to accommodate the people that aren't like we're having to do here in Los Angeles County, for example, with this new indoor mask mandate where everyone has to mask up inside. And somehow that's fair to all the people who have gotten vaccinated and done the right thing. Somehow we're still having to cater to these morons that won't go. And if you're someone who medically can't get vaccinated, you're not in that. You're not, I don't put you in that, put you in that uh, (laughs) umbrella, but that's, that's, that's all I'm going to say. I actually do think this was a smart policy move on the NFL even if they weren't trying to make a statement. Clearly, you had to get something off of your chest there. Yeah, I feel you. And I, I, I have a... I'm sorry. People are fucking stupid. I want to go back I, out. I have a selfish question. Get vaccinated, you idiots. I have a selfish question. I realize this will violate every HIPAA law in the books. But as a man who takes fantasy football very seriously, I also read in this that an unvaccinated player, if they get pocked with COVID, they're allowed to come back after 24 hours to negative tests uh, if, they're, if they're asymptomatic. That's great. It's great to know for my fantasy team that had to start Kendall Hinton at wide receiver at one point. That's great. But can I know when I'm drafting my fantasy teams if a player has been vaccinated or unvaccinated? Not to say I'm going to draft them on a moral high ground. Instead, I want to make sure my team is not going to miss two weeks because they get COVID in the middle of the season because it was their choice. I think that's a... I think that's a great point, and I would I would uh, lobby uh, you as commissioner of one of the fantasy leagues that I participate in to choose this year's platform based solely on whether we will be updated on vaccination status allowed? for for all of these players. I know it's not allowed. I'm is kidding, that of too course. much and, to and, ask? I'm just saying. You tell me what the bye weeks are. You tell me what the depth chart is. Let me know if they're vaxxed or not. It depends. It really makes a- it is. It is going to probably vex a lot of commissioners like yourself yeah. in the fantasy world over the course of this year who may feel that they need to come up with their own rule to mitigate this or at least give players an out if through no fault of their own um, a player tests positive for COVID. Um, and uh, I think I'm going to rule like the NFL rules. A, you just get a loss. My, sorry. Yeah, thanks for playing. That's going to be thanks. You drafted start. You shouldn't have drafted an idiot. Yeah, I'll tell you who I won't be drafting Cole Beasley, but that's beside uh, no the one point. will be drafting Cole Beasley. Besides, the <laughs> he <point>. would not. <laughs> he wouldn't make the team. Anyway. Let's move on to a very exciting. Only once every four years we get to do this. Summer Thank goodness. Olympics 
Friday Five. That's coming up next. West West Coast Gamblers. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. As a country, we need these stories more than ever. Stories from Americans who have borne the battle, including 30-year-old remastered interviews with veterans from World War I recounting their time in the trenches of Europe, and with veterans from World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and from our most recent conflicts in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other battlefields Americans may never have heard of. Hear their stories by listening to Warriors in Their Own Words wherever you find podcasts. Okay, Dangles, the Olympics are here. We are in Tokyo. 2020 Olympics happening in 2021. As of this point, it's happening. Like, they, have, they haven't suspended it. It is officially happening. There is no one there to see it happen. We're just going to be told that it is happening. I don't understand how it works. I know we have a friend in Alan Austin who is covering these Olympics. So good for Alan Austin. I'm happy to see that he's getting some, getting some is work. Is he in Tokyo? He, not in Tokyo. I believe he's, no, he's doing, I believe he's in a hotel in Pennsylvania. From... Not in Tokyo. Ah, okay, okay. So, so slightly less glamorous. But he's covering these Olympics. Frankly, I wouldn't want to be in Tokyo either. But we are here to give you three bets each. A bronze, a silver, and a gold medal bet. Three from me, three from Dangles. Because we, as we do on this show, are going to make you money. Summer Olympic style. Dangles, you go first, my friend. There's 70,000 sports to take. There's a million athletes you've never heard of before. It is time for you to make money. What is your bronze medal bet for the Summer Olympics? Oh, God. Oh, man. Okay. Well, yeah, this is going to be super fun. I know nothing about any of these bets, uh, but we're here to make you money. So I've done do research. My <laughs> my first bet is um, is going to be a parlay, uh, and I mentioned that We're I was excited earlier. Uh, I was excited earlier for uh, skateboarding to be part You're of the Olympics. You're taking a fucking skateboarding I'm, bet. I'm taking two skateboarding oh my bets God. on on the goal. Well, here, okay, hear me out here. All right, I'm going to go on a, a gold medal parlay for the men's and women's side. Okay, on the men's side, Nigel Houston is the best skateboarder in the world. He's plus 100 to win the gold for the men in the street competition. He's 26 years old. He's the highest paid boarder in the world. He's won multiple world championships at at even at plus money even at even money plus 100 I, i'm going to jump on that he is the heavy 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 favorite i see this in the same vein as picking novak djokovic to win uh, wimbledon which is a bet that i cash and this is the street edition this is the street edition not the park edition uh, oh, so you'll see they go into uh, you'll a see park. there are two di- there's two different uh, i think you'll see more like half pipes and are there uh, stuff like that it'll in be the more park? and then like it'll cars be more in the street <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be like a, a map from uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater in that way where there will be cars. Does the owner of the convenience store come on. out and say, get out of here, kids? I, I hope, uh, God, I hope so. It's a brand new event. I have no idea uh, what kinds of things they're going to be bringing in. But Nigel Houston to win the gold uh, in the men's street skateboarding event. He's plus 100 individually. But I am pairing him with... Female skateboarder Aori Nishimura. Ooh. She is not the odds-on favorite to win. She is plus 
400 oh. to win gold for the women. She is a, she, uh, uh, she's going to be playing in front of her home crowd in Japan. Go. She did she did undergo surgery on her left knee about 4 years ago, but she came back and claimed silver at the X Games in Minneapolis in 2018. I love her because she's got the home crowd behind her. So I'm going Nija Houston to win gold for the men, Aori Nishimura to win gold for the women, and that parlay is plus 900 wow. combined odds. Individually plus 100 for Nija, plus 400 for Aori. Wow. We'll see. Right. We'll see. We're throwing darts here with the Olympics bets, and uh, I don't know a ton about skateboarding, but uh, the the research I did suggests that I could be onto something. I like it. So I like it a lot. Did you know that in the past two Olympics, the U.S. have won 46 gold medals in each of the Olympics in Rio and then wherever Ooh, the I fuck like the last one, London? London and Rio, 46 each. The number right now for uh, U.S. gold medals is 44 and a half. And I am tempted, tempted to take the under. But that's not patriotic. That's not why we're no, here. No, you can't. We're here. Can't. The good money We're here to root the for the U.S. Even though I think that under is going to hit, that is my honorable mention when it comes to these bets. Instead, my bronze medal bet is going with an over. And that is, what do we do best at these Summer Olympics? The gymnasts, yes. But the men's gymnasts aren't as good as the women's gymnasts. You know what we do good, no matter if it's a man or a woman? We get in the pool. And we swim laps around all the other countries. There are 18 men's events and 18 women's events. Relays, backstroke, crawl. It's not called a crawl. It's called freestyle, breaststroke, all of it, butterfly. There's 18 events each, 36 in total. And the number for the U.S. golds is 14 and a half. I am taking the over at plus 110, the over 14 and a half golds for the U.S. Olympic swim team, both men and women's over 14 and a half. That's my bronze medal bet. Get in the pool. Katie Ledecky, some guy named Caleb. I can't wait. No Michael Phelps, but there's a new crop of young talent, including Pat Forty's daughter, that is going to win us over 14 and a half golds. That's my bronze medal bet. Let's move on to the silver medal. Dangles. I feel like Katie Ledecky might just be able to take that home all by herself. I, I was looking for a good number on her because I love Katie Ledecky. I, I enjoyed watching she's her awesome. a few years ago. She's awesome. She's fun to watch. She's a, a great personality. Um, and I was looking for good numbers to bet on her individually, but there was just there was just nothing out there. I do like that. I may tell you on that. I do like that swimming bet, though. Uh, I'm going to actually drift away from the Olympics for my silver medal bet here. We're going to go to the Gold Cup that's playing You're not this doing weekend. the Olympics? Are we supposed to be doing them all in the Olympics? I thought they were it's just bronze, setting them up like bronze, silver, and gold, gold bronze, bronze, bronze I, right, you're, silver, you're, you're and gold. You're going to the gold cup, so I figure that's 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 in it enough. Go for it. The gold cup, it is it is in it enough. All right, uh, Sunday, the U.S. and Jamaica play one another. These are two good soccer teams uh, in this in this gold cup. I am going to go uh, with uh, both teams to score and no draw. Both teams to score and no draw. I think the U.S. wins this game at the end of the day. It's plus 170 for both teams to score and for it to not be a draw at the end of the day. I know it's not technically the Olympics. I did poke around in some of the Olympics bets, but all the the numbers are so blown out of proportion on the men's and women's side of the uh, uh, of the Olympics. Uh, so I went to the Gold Cup instead uh, because I'm thirsty for some more. Maybe I'm just having some uh, you know flashbacks to the Euros. But U.S. versus Jamaica, both teams to score, no draw, plus 170. Okay. All right. Let's go to my silver medal. I am staying in the Olympics like I thought we would be staying in. I am going <laughs> to one of my favorite sports to watch, and not because they're in bikinis, but rather because it is an awesome TV sport, and that is beach, beach volleyball. volleyball. 
Beach yeah. Volleyball. You may remember Misty May Trainer and Kerry Walsh, how they ripped apart the Olympics. Three straight gold medals for those two for the women's side for the USA. We did not win last year, uh, last Olympics in Rio. We did not win. We got a bronze, actually, but we are coming back. I am taking, I am splitting a unit in half, and I am putting a half unit on both USA women's beach volleyball tandems to win gold. The first one being Alex Kleinman and April Ross. April Ross actually won that bronze in 2016. Alex Kleinman and April Ross together is plus 600. The other team for the U.S. is Kelly Claus and Sarah Sponchik. Don't know if that's her exact name, but I do know she represents the USA, and I do know they're plus 650. Half a unit on Kleinman and Ross, half a unit on Kelly and Sarah, plus 600, plus 650. Beach volleyball, the gold medal is coming where it's meant to be, and that is on U.S. soil. Dangles. Back up the Brinks truck. It's time for our gold medal bets. Well, Tony, you alluded to it uh, uh, already. I feel like, felt like the gold medal bet for this uh, time around has to be something patriotic. It has to be something involving gold medals. Hopefully lots of them. I like the U.S. to go over that 44.5 number wow. for total gold medals for the 2021 Tokyo Olympics. As you said, they've done it the last two Olympics. I'm betting the over again this time around because who wants to root for the under no. for the U.S. gold medals, even though the money is better, and that's probably what will happen. I am betting the U.S. over 44.5 gold medals at minus 108. Love it. I mean, you got you got a lot of chances to do it. Simone Biles is going to get five golds. Katie Ledecky and the swim team is going to get over 15 i mean there's a lot of ways you can get gold in a lot of sports hey you got a skateboarder getting a gold for you there's a chance you hit that over 44 and a half for sure i hope it hits i don't think it will but i hope it hits you got the over my back up the brinks truck gold medal bet listen there is nothing better than a favorite in a tournament like this to take an early loss, an early cut on the chin, an early time where they look in the mirror and they say, everyone thinks we're the best and we didn't show it today. It's time to nut up or shut up. And that is for the USA women's soccer team. Megan Rapino, Alex oh, Morgan, wow. Julie Ertz. Right now on FanDuel, this is, these guys are the best in the world. There is no one better and it's than not the USA close. women's it's not squad even, in soccer. No one, And it's not even close. No one better. And you're talking about taking Novak Djokovic to win a major. This is even better odds for the USA women right now on FanDuel to win the gold medal is plus 105. That is a gimme, a gimme, a gimme bet. That's my backup, the Brinks truck. Oh, yeah. Gold medal bet for the gold medal girls. USA women's soccer plus 105 to bring it home. Let's go, Megan Rapino. I'm on board. This is another sport I can't wait to watch. I am taking it home. They are angry. They are they have been they have been humiliated in that first game. They lost three nothing to Sweden. Three nothing. It is time to step up and they will. I have full faith the in beast it. Beast has awoken. USA women plus one oh five to win the gold medal and bring it home. And that is it <laughs> for a very short podcast, but a very podcast yeah. full of winners. Six winners from the boys here at the West Coast Gamblers. I'm excited about it. Two weeks of Olympics where I'll be waking up at two AM West Coast time to catch a live event. It's gonna happen. Did did all of our bets 
involve at least one American? I'm pretty sure that they did. I, all of mine had the U.S. involved in them in some way. I was not going to make a bet on any uh, country that I don't know. I, I was going to say I, I don't know how I don't know how else uh, you do it. Maybe a, maybe an honorary bet for Italy See, for the two of us. But I did. I did look up. I did look up Italy. I couldn't find anything on them. But Japan actually, because I was looking up total medals for countries. Japan is at 25 and a half, and of course they are hosting this thing. as the home country. Yeah, that's a good bet too. But there's no home crowd. We talked about this earlier. Does that affect that I don't think that takes I don't think it takes away from yes the crowd not being there is a big deal huge this this is the Super Bowl for these athletes who otherwise compete in totally obscure sports that uh, you know the the vast majority of competitions for which are either like you know world championships for that sport or like Olympic qualifiers you know otherwise they're 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 training and shit like it's this is still the biggest thing that they will do in their whole career. Absolutely. Some of them, you know, some of them, it's the only time they'll make it. Some of these Japanese athletes, I would, I would imagine for, and for, and that goes for every country, not just Japan. Absolutely. But I think just having that home field advantage, even if you're not going to have the crowd there being at home, getting to compete in these games in front of your home country, I, I, it's got to give you an advantage a little bit. It's got to light the fire a little I, bit more. I don't know if they have any home field advantage though, because I don't even think they're sleeping in their own beds. I think they have to be in the bubble with the rest of the athletes and they that don't have the sense, fans. Yeah. Cheering them on like there's you're playing in front of nobody. But they're still in their home country. They're in a culture they understand. There's you know they're in a place that they probably know and and maybe have have visited a lot of these. If they're you know they're professional athletes, I'm sure they travel a lot. Most of them have you know been to Tokyo before. I I think comparatively for say you know somebody like an an athlete from Chile, you know, or Honduras or or South Africa, you know, coming to this country and not understanding the cultural norms and having to do the whole culture shock thing in addition to being on top of your game for the sport that you play. I mean, you you know, as the Japanese athletes may not have to think about that in the same way that that the other international athletes might. So I don't know. I, but but then I think you also have to ask yourself the question: Does the term home field advantage automatically build in the fact that you're going to have like support there? Yeah, and that's I think that's a question you have to answer: Is that fan support baked into the idea of home field advantage? And if there is, do the Japanese really have that much of a home field advantage? Twenty five and a half. It's a lot of gold. It's a lot of gold, Japan. Let's see if they can do it. They they usually show up, though. I mean, they're they're one of those countries that's just good at everything. They 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 have athletes that excel in the major sports and in the minor ones. I feel like I feel like we typically see them. They're they're pretty frequent on the medal podium. I wouldn't be surprised if they hit that over. And again, I think it's a it's as good of a dart throw as you'll find betting on the host country to take home the over on gold medal. Last question before we wrap up the pod, Dangles. Uh, Summer Olympics again, once every four years. What is the one sport? the oddball sport that you find yourself captivated by every summer olympics man um you know i I feel like i end up watching a lot of like diving late at night and and just and marveling at just how these these swimmers are able to contort their bodies and 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 the way that they've figured out physics to get all these flips in and and the 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 tiny little splash that they uh that they it's it's really it's really impressive uh, I have to, I have to say, but um, I, I mean, like I said, I'm really looking forward to skateboarding. I'm looking forward to, to surfing is going to be a lot of. I don't know why that's. I don't know why that's so wild. It's it's. Who uh, cares? You know, and then there's also you know I, you know what else I like watching is like the uh, the shooting competitions. Oh yeah, are fun as well. Like the target. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's like uh, it's just Olympic shooting. I guess. And and there those those folks are are just nuts. They actually and you get to see some obscure countries. Really not obscure countries, but some some countries that you don't typically see on the medal podium. They're usually the ones that have like 
the uh, oh and weightlifting. Oh my god, I love <laughs> Olympic weightlifting. Now maybe that's because I, I do CrossFit and like I, I understand these lifts and like I'm fat, but I mean just some of the, it's just and again it's another sport where you get to see some of these guys from like Bulgaria oh, yeah. and Armenia and Romania and 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 some of these countries that you don't typically see on the medal podium uh, excelling. So yeah, I would say like yeah, shooting, um, uh, 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 weightlifting and um, a diving are probably you know the obscure. What about you? Oh, I was gonna say off the shooting thing in my research i learned that the shooting competition changed this year for the first time ever they're actually going to be shooting at the skateboarders as they go through the skateboarding track. <laughs> uh, but the one sport that i like watching the most and i don't know why probably because i feel like i could compete in it and that is handball i love yeah. watching handball i don't know the rules Handball's still great. i've watched it like three straight olympics and i'm still not sure i entirely understand the rules but i want to play one day so that's it for the west coast gamblers Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, Schaefer the Sharp is uh, on fraternity leave once again. My name is Tony Cavallo. We are the gambling show that makes you money, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network. And that's all, folks. That's it for the Olympics. When we come back, though, it's time for the NFL. And I cannot wait. As always, thank you for listening. Always on black, bad stats in the pocket, whole squad, fast cash. Send the bookie, tell him bring it from the bag. Know we coming for the bag. Girl, see to the G, West Coast gang. Who you betting on? Always on black, bad stats in the pocket, whole squad, fast cash. Send the bookie, tell him bring it from the bag. Know we coming for the bag. Up deep in the pocket. Goes down the field for Smith. Oh, he caught it. Smith, touchdown, 85 yards. Dub C to the G, West Coast Gamblers. What was it like to be there for historical sports moments and unforgettable performances? To be behind the scenes? On Press Box Access, you'll hear from me, Todd Jones, and other sports writers about their experiences with the greatest athletes, coaches, and sports events of the past half century. We'll share some stories behind the stories, some big, some small, and some we've only told each other. Let us buy you around on Press Box Access.